0: And of course it is a Father's Day weekend upon us. So Brandon, we asked your kids Oh god, what make you crazy? What's the thing that makes you nuts?
1: If one of his favorite team loses When the Packers lose
2: <laughs> When the Bucks lose in the first round of the playoffs.
1: Jack. <laughs> when the Packers lose. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad.
0: And a good Friday morning to you. Friday, June 16th. Yeah, a little bit of haze left, but it shouldn't affect the air quality too much. So that's a good sign. So you might notice it today. You might see the... The cloud cover or the uh, the soft sun, if you will, but it sounds like it won't affect uh, the health too much today. So that's good news as we continue to monitor those uh, wildfires in Canada, which are causing the haziness here. Big day today on the program. So Vince is back on Monday. Eric Billstead, along with Mike Spalding, Brandon Snide, Debbie Lauska. My thanks to Greg Pancake Hill for uh, being such a huge help this week as we uh, got by without Vince, but he'll be back on Friday. A lot to get to. Including I heard from a uh, a listener of the program who uh, reacted to our story yesterday about the Instagram situation, this Instagram story out of Michigan where this uh, 17-year-old kid ended up um, dying by suicide because he got blackmailed by some suspects in Nigeria who were trying to blackmail him because he had sent them some illicit photos of himself and just a Impossible story to get your arms around, but I wanted to read the uh, a local family who uh, had a similar situation, so I'll share that email with you later this half hour. Also, we have Father's Day, so uh something special we're gonna try to do, right, Greg? So we are going to bump in to every segment outside of like sports and whatnot. With a song about fathers or will remind you of fathers or somehow is dad related, right? That's so the idea. So
2: I'm going to start with about fathers or okay. like daughter somewhere and, you know, sons, that kind of angle. But if you have a special son that means something to you, like reminds you of your dad and includes that in the description, I'd love to play that. Movie.
0: Excellent. And we're also going to highlight some dad fails. <laughs> we'll do that in the six o'clock hour. It's always my favorite. You know, they... They had a great heart, good idea at first, but then it was really ultimately a fail. So we'll highlight some of those. We'll do that with Gabe Nitzel from ESPN. We'll do that in the 6 o'clock hour. Right now it is 5.13. Brandon Snide's got your sports. We'll do that in one minute.
1: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Green Bay Packers can officially put the mini camps and all the OTAs behind them. Next up for Matt LaFleur and company training camp in July. We know what's in front of us when we come back here in July. I think our, our rookies and, um, and injured players and quarterbacks are going to be here on the 21st, I believe, and then we'll start practice on the 25th with our veterans. But, um, you know, it's just we know once we hit that point, it's go time. One of those players with a lot in front of them to prove, quarterback Jordan Love. Yeah, obviously, you know, there's a lot of changes. You know, you kind of – there's a lot more opportunities that pop up and things like that, but uh, I try and, stick, you know, keep the main thing the main thing um, and just try and – you know, I let people know I'm trying to focus on ball right now. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on in my life that I just kind of want to focus on. Football, going in this first year being the starter, um, and just kind of locking on that. First day of training camp for the Packers is set to begin on July 25th. Brewers and Pirates tonight from American Family Field. The Brewers looking to snap their six-game losing streak with just 25 games to go until the All-Star break. Could the Brewers be looking to buy or sell at the trade deadline General Manager Matt Arnold keeping all options open.
2: The biggest thing is just surveying the market. Honestly, the first thing we want to do is make sure we're in play with every every possible opportunity. You never want to read about a trade and say, "Oh no, we could have been in play there. Or we could have been in in uh, had had an opportunity to
1: access a player." So our group does a really good job. I feel like staying in play, uh, and then just making sure we we have the ability to to access that type of player to help us. Arnold on Brewers 360 Thursday morning as the league's trade deadline is August 1st. Julio Tehran will look to get the crew back on track later tonight. Coverage of that game will begin at 635. Lastly, over to golf as the 123rd U.S. Open got underway Thursday morning at the Los Angeles Country Club. Ricky Fowler with a share of the lead at 8 under par with Xander Sheffley after shooting a 62 which broke a U.S. Open record. Round two will tee off this morning beginning at 8 45. So, Brandon, in honor of Father's
0: Day, we asked your kids what makes you happy as their father. Here's what they said.
1: When I get a hit in baseball. Um when the Packers win.
0: When the Bucks win
1: the championship. When I clean my room. When Savannah hits the ball, when
0: Gabriel hits the ball. And when Chloe hits the ball,
1: I'm back. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all accurate, all very, very
0: accurate. Well, happy Father's Day, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. 518.
1: Now, I'm starting to see, maybe it's got nothing to do with me, Father's bigger.
0: Start with John Mayer, huh? All right. So Greg has been tasked with nothing but father's type songs on this Friday before Father's Day. All morning long. So we'll see if he has any repeats. Good stuff so far. 521. Wanted to bring the story back because I got an email that I wanted to share. So a, a dad in Michigan is speaking out now, urging parents to make sure that they talk to their kids about social media and who they're interacting with on social media after he lost his son. He lost his son to suicide because of a case of sextortion. Basically, a boy named Jordan, 17 years old out of Michigan, was scammed last year into sending an explicit picture of himself to somebody. He thought it was a girl on Instagram, but it wasn't. It was actually a guy from Nigeria. And the guy demanded $1,000 if they wanted the picture back. If this, this teenager wanted the picture back, he needed $1,000. The kid didn't have th- 1000 bucks; He only had 300 So they threatened to expose that photo to Jordan's family, to his friends, to make it go viral and embarrass him. And ultimately, Jordan was so scared and so embarrassed and didn't have the money that he ended up taking his own life. The dad talking to the media this week.
1: Three people from Nigeria across the world came into my house that night while I was sleeping. And murdered Jordan.
0: And they are now facing charges. And this, this story really hit us yesterday. It was just, it was so hard to comprehend. Uh, and I got this email from a lady. I'm not going to say her name because she asked that I, uh, I don't. And I'm going to respect that. It said, oh, hi, Eric, I heard your 8 a.m. News segment this morning on my way into work. The segment about sextortion. For a moment, I thought you were talking about my son. Just over a year ago, the same thing happened to him. Stupidly sending an explicit picture to a girl who, who turned out to be a Nigerian man who was also told to pay $800 or else that image would be shared to all of his contacts, etc. Thank God that our credit card company blocked the transaction after our son, in a panic, gave them our card information. Thank God that the password they demanded for our son's Instagram account and that he gave them, in a panic, was somehow incorrect so they couldn't access it. And thank God that our son told us, about all this the same night so that we could quickly disable his social media accounts and put a stop on our credit card and so on our story our story turns out okay the emailer says other than some extreme embarrassment and remorse our son is okay he'll never forget this but he is not living with the weight of it on a daily basis the segment that you read on Thursday morning was a stark reminder, though, that things could have turned out very differently for us. My heart aches for Jordan's family in Michigan who were not so lucky. They will be in my prayers as they continue to deal with this grief. But thank you for airing this and for bringing attention to the need for something like this. And then she went on to mention the Just Say No campaign, which is an anti-drug campaign from the 80s that Nancy Reagan was a part of. And I, I brought that up. Uh, yesterday during the eight o'clock hour, because that's like one of the ones that I, I specifically remember. Like that had like a very deep impact because we saw those shirts everywhere. We Everyone had those shirts. It was on TV, just say no, just say no. And I, I feel like it worked to uh, to a certain extent. In this case, does there need to be something similar when it comes to social media and who you're interacting with? And I think the the part that really got me was we were watching um, or we were hearing about this sextortion case and the the documentaries that have been on it. And one of the, uh, one of the doctors and neurologists that they spoke to in this documentary about how sextortion works and whatnot said that, you know, we're so worried about strangers all the time. We're, we're so freaked out about, you know, locking our doors and not talking to the guy who looks at us funny when he walks by with his dog on the street or whatever. But at the same time, we will allow strangers to sit and talk to our kids in their bedroom, in the backseat of the car, at school, wherever our kids might be. We're allowing them to talk to strangers, whether it's via social media or on video games. And that really hit home for me. And I was like, wow, I never I didn't process for me. Not that. Um we have we're pretty strict on on our kids and their phone use but like it really impacted me so I want to thank the the listener for emailing and by the way I should also tell you that like this is happening a lot um from what we what from what we were able to gather yesterday you know Scafidi was talking about it this the sextortion thing happens a lot and not just to 17 year olds it ha- it can happen to adults and has happened to adults and oftentimes you don't hear about it because they're able to Hide it, get rid of it, take care of it or whatnot. But this isn't just a 13-year-old kid thing. No, it's more widespread. And I think it is you just you know displayed with the with the email, this stuff happens in a second. Like one right? one fault, you know, one one slip of the mind, and like you're stuck in this and as a 16, 17 year old. How do you see your way out of it is, is right? obviously very difficult. So I encourage anyone to have that embarrassing, uncomfortable, awkward conversation with their kids. Just even once saying, hey, look, don't be embarrassed to come talk to us if you need to. Let's find some way to, to make this right because, boy, this poor, this family in Michigan, the kid ended up taking his own life. He was that embarrassed by what he had done. Two for two so far. Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Petrano. Eric Bilstead in for Vince. Pancake is uh, tasked with nothing but dad-type bumps today. Bumps that remind you of Papa. So far, two for two. Well done. (laughs) By the way, you can also text in your suggestions. We are taking those texts on the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. If there's one that you think we should play because it reminds you of dad then send it in. I know that uh, Greg is open to suggestions. Old National Bank, talking text line 855-616-1620. So big day on the uh, lakefront starting today. It's been a while since this has happened, but they are bringing back the Lakefront Festival of the Art right there at the Milwaukee Art Museum. We have
2: a number of mediums from glass and ceramic pieces, sculpture to paintings and prints, um, Jewelry, lots of jewelry, uh, woodworking. It's, it's really everything that you could possibly imagine, mixed media. Um, and it's a great, great mixture of all of those mediums intertwined at the lakefront.
0: Courtney Kisslinger and Leah Peevler from the Milwaukee Art Museum chatting with uh, WTMJ about the return of the lakefront. It's today, tomorrow, and Sunday. The weather should be just perfect for it. And what's so cool about this, that it's been years since they've been able to do it because of the pandemic. So this is the first time since 2019. Our
1: artists are excited to be back. Um, we're taking the artists that juried in in 2020. So they have been waiting for years to get to the lakefront front and show their fabulous artwork. So we have 110 artists joining
0: us this year. So that's a ni- nice, neat little gesture there that they're they're going back with the artists that originally were selected back then in 2020 that weren't able to do it. So they've decided, hey, you know what? We're not going to bring in new people and start that process again. Everyone who was selected back then will be able to be there. So it's all set up. It kicks off today and runs through the week weekend, I should say, at the lakefront. It is 544, history at the U.S. Open. Brandon Snide's got sports in one minute.
1: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Following their day off on Thursday, the Milwaukee Brewers will try to snap their six-game losing streak tonight at American Family Field as they get set to host the Pittsburgh Pirates for Game 1 of a three-game set. Despite the recent slide, though, senior Brewers Senior VP and General Manager Matt Arnold remains optimistic for his crew. We know this division is very winnable.
2: Um we think we have a good club here. We're getting a lot of guys back here healthy
1: uh here in the very near future, including Wade Miley, hopefully this weekend. So the Calvary's coming hopefully and, and the guys are in a good mood, so I think we can we can hang in here for the long run. Arnold on Brewers three sixty on Thursday morning. The Pirates and Brewers will get underway tonight with a first pitch of seven ten. Our coverage will begin right here on WTMJ at six thirty five. Over to golf as the 123rd U.S. Open got underway Thursday morning at the Los Angeles Country Club. Ricky Fowler with a share of the lead at 8 under with Xander Sheffley after both shot a 62 which broke a U.S. Open record. Round two teeing off this morning beginning at 845. From the golf course to the gridiron as the Green Bay Packers can officially put a bow on their offseason program. You know I thought we've had an outstanding offseason all in all. I think we're like I said yesterday, we're further ahead than I feel like we've really ever been here in terms of a conditioning standpoint. So I'm happy with the progress that our guys have made. Not only is Matt LaFleur pleased, but Jordan Love, also happy following the team's offseason, off shared his excitement on the playmakers he's seen in offense. No, I mean, I think we've got playmakers on offense. I think all the Weapons we have at receiver hand both tied in and then running back as well. Um, you know we got guys that can make plays. They're catching the ball really well right now. And uh, I think once they once everybody just gets rolling, gets comfortable with the offense and um, you know being where they need to be every play. That you know the sky's the limit for us. Next up for the Packers training camp, which is set to begin on July 25th.
0: And of course, it is Father's Day weekend upon us. So Brandon, we ask your kids. Oh, God. What make you crazy? What's the thing that makes you nuts?
1: If one of his favorite teams loses. When the Packers lose.
2: <laughs> when the Bucks lose in the first round of the playoffs.
1: Jack. <laughs> when the
2: Packers lose when the Packers lose <laughs>
0: yes. so we all know a now. Tr- there's
1: a trend there
0: <laughs> what makes Brandon crazy well it sounds like it's the Packers,
1: me, Packers don't leave. make me mad
0: <laughs> 547 Pancake Breakfast is next
1: WTMJ W277CV and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios this is News Radio WTMJ a good karma brand station what is the worst name a dude can have
0: Ooh, um,
2: probably Greg
1: Greg? Yeah. How many Gregs do you know? I know a couple actually. You just hate them? They're just, I just don't like the name. The guys are fine, just the name is just, it's a immediate turn off.
0: (laughs) 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 how <laughs> The pancake breakfast special with Greg Hill is next. First, Debbie Traffic and Weather, sponsored by Senex Food Market, your trusted local grocer since 1926.
2: Alright, we're looking pretty good out on the roads. Uh, sun's coming up, so everything is uh, plainly clear that we're looking good. No delays, no incidents up on the board right now, so all is well. I'm Debbie Lazaga with your WTMJ Johnson and Suns Paving Time Saver Traffic.
0: Forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. A less cloudy today, still a going to have a haze in the air although the air quality much better today we're told a high of 75 tonight clear sky a low of 53 saturday and sunday holy cow sunny both days highs in the 80s both days right now in milwaukee at 551 it is 55 degrees
1: mama just hung her head and said son papa was stone Greg Pancake Hill
0: is bringing in the Father's Day tracks today, so every bump we have has to do with Dad's, and people are texting them in. So thank you for the suggestions on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. It is 5.51 on a Friday in Wisconsin's morning news, and that means it is time for the Pancake Breakfast Special.
2: What about breakfast? We've already had it. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? annually this is the best email anyone ever gets in this office it's summertime which means it's right around the corner approximately 58 days from now the Wisconsin State Fair opens up for the 2023 season we have a little applause here thank you and with that date ever approaching it means our finalists for the Sporkies are out let's hear them again
1: Of course,
2: if you are not familiar, the Sporky is the customized items that fairgoers and businesses put together, but... An added bonus new this year, not just Sporkies, but the Drinkies finalists have also been announced. The Drinkies, if you don't already know, same spirit as the Sporkies, just different creative drinks to test the boundaries of your taste buds. So, instead of doing what every other radio station is going to be doing and running through a list of these items and highlights and all that, we're going to dress it up a bit because I'm calling on one Mike Spaulding to play a little game we like to call Meal or No Meal. Let's do it. (laughs) Alright, so basically Mike, I got 1 through 11 cases that you have to pick from full of sporkies and although it may smell good in here, you cannot see these foods. So I'm going to need you to pick a case 1 to 11 and this will be your case. You will then eliminate the cases as we go, you have one opportunity to switch your case and that's it. All you ready? I need a case 1 through 11. Which one are you picking? Let's go number 4. Number 4 is the case. That belongs to Mike Spaulding. Just going to indicate it here. All right, here we go. So now you have number four. So one through 11 is your pick, except for the number four. What number are you going with? Go with number seven. Number seven he picks. It is... Ferris Mule. Missed opportunity for the Ferris Mueller, but I'll submit that next year. Now, the Ferris Mule is a non-alcoholic mule crafted with fresh blackberries, ginger beer, freshly squeezed lime juice, and agave nectar, all of which is hand-shaken, poured over ice, garnished with fresh blackberries, a rosemary sprig, and a lime wheel. Are you satisfied with not getting that as your sporky There was a
0: key component of that mule that was missing there, so
2: I'm going to pass. Okay, sounds the good. The alcohol, right? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. We're, I kept waiting for it. All, the, all the drinks are non-alcoholic. Sorry oh, okay. right to spoil. Right. So maybe avoid the drinkies Drinking Drinkies, not drunkies. Not exactly it. right. Alright, next case. Uh, let's go number two. Number two. Let's get the... We have to make it official here. Number two is... Funnel cake fries. Crispy and golden funnel cake fries topped with savory cheese curds and crispy bacon pieces drizzled with rich chocolate sauce and a sweet cream cheese frosting glaze. Sure. I have a death wish. Wish. Let's go with that one. Let's do it. I love it. All right. Next case. Six. Number six. I'm going to do it every time just so everyone loves it. Number six is... The cotton candy lemonade. The yeah, cotton candy pass, lemonade, a delicious blend of cool lemonade with a sweet taste. I want to go through the rest. Does, it, does it have
0: up. the cotton candy in it, like it's just ec- like, it all it like all, it all, all like
2: on top? It's garnished. You know, clouded yeah, It's like a gastropub. <laughs> yeah, it's fancy looking. Indeed. All right, number six is out. Uh, let's go number ten. Number ten is the deep fried apple pie. Oh there baby, wish you got this one. Deep-fried apple pie, homemade apple pie filling, and sandwiches it between two slices of white bread dipped in sweet French toast batter and then is deep-fried, then topped with caramel drizzle and powdered sugar. I'd eat that right now. I would eat that right now. Uh, Let's go number one. Number one is the Coastal Corn Nuggets. Now, these are freshly deep-fried dough with sweet corn kernels in the center, a crispy shell exterior, and a sweet, savory base. They're smothered with creamy white queso and topped with a homemade tropical slaw and a tangy pineapple mango salsa. Yeah. Sign me up.
0: That sounds like it'd be good in the heat. (laughs) A little cotton candy lemonade (laughs) and some loaded up fry tots.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Love that. Do you need another one? Uh, I need another one. Uh, Three. Number three is the Wisconsin quesadilla stuffed full of cheese curds, brats, grilled onions and peppers, shredded cheese. This quesadilla cooked to golden brown perfection served with sour cream and salsa on the side. All right, that's not bad. All right, so you're you're good with what you've got so far. Yeah. Again, you can switch at any time. but uh, Let's go number five. Number five is... Oh, this is it. The dill pickle donut. There it is. Hand-cut yeast-raised donut frosted with a dill pickle juice, whipped cream cheese, and top with thick-cut dill pickles and a dill sprinkle. I think Brandon just...
0: Coughed up a little bit in his mouth as he yeah, was no. reading that. No, you're yeah. not in. No, not in with the I think it sounds okay. No, what it says though about the dill pickled donut is that it started as an April Fool's joke. Indeed, right.
2: right. it did. <laughs> I would try it though. I would at least try it. And only these jokes can only go so far. But <laughs> our, I'll <laughs> split it with you, Deb. But I'm not having a whole one. Right. Uh, number eleven. Exactly. What do we got with case eleven? Number eleven is the Irish Dipper. Irish onion dip is made with cream cheese, Guinness beer, caramelized onions, and Irish cheddar, then layered with classic Irish beef, in Guinness gravy on a French roll with a souffle cup of Guinness gravy for dipping. Also, right. I would try. A yeah. Au jus. Yeah, that one sounds all right. Okay. That one sounds good. All right, we're narrowing them down, man. Uh, No, did I pick number one? Have I said one Number one, one you've picked. but oh, you want number two? Yeah, there you go. The funnel cake. Oh, we already did the funnel cake fries. We doubled up the funnel cake fries. There you go. All right. I have your case. You have eight and nine left. All right. Let's go eight. Number eight is the Porky. The vanilla layered custard with cheesecake bites and hot fudge. The Porky. Top with graham cracker crust, more hot fudge, warm caramel, graham cracker cookie, and cherry. Warm. That's and your winner. Don't the best forget. part. Top with rapina's candied bacon, there dipped in chocolate, yeah, yeah. and there roll. The in Sprinkles. That's a tough one off the board. All right, you got one more left, and then it's, we'll open up your case. Yeah, we'll go number nine. So, number nine is the brown sugar sweet potato ice latte. An iced latte flavor with brown sugar, sweet potato puree, a dash of cinnamon, and brown sugar boba pearls, garnished with toasted marshmallow and a deep-fried sweet potato funnel cake nugget. Oh baby, that's a drink, by the way. I feel that would be like a good fall drink. <laughs> it's not, that doesn't like it doesn't sound bad. like an drink. Like I understand. Yeah. yeah. Sounds sweet awesome. Potato a sweet and potato potato. All right. Like that. All right. Now What's it's game case? time. Here we go, Mike. Your case is filled. With Beer Cheese Wisconsin Lava Cake. Oh, yeah, these look good. Yeah, these do look good. Salted Milwaukee Pretzel Company slider buns filled with famous beer cheese soup topped with butter and pretzel salt drizzled with house-made hot honey and red pepper flakes. Your thoughts on your dish for the State Fair. Oh, uh, that sounds good. I'm, I'm, in, I'm into it. So I what, like it. I like it, too. Nice job, Mike. So whatever sporky or drinky that you decide to go with, be sure to double-check what you're actually ordering. Or use this as a recommendation to blindly pick food to eat at the Wisconsin State Fair. And as always, take it away, Pat McCurt. So if
1: you've got 11 days to spare, won't you come with me to the Wisconsin State Fair? This has Fair. been the Pancake
0: Breakfast Special. To Thank to you, Greg. Wisconsin. Time for business headlines now. It's Rich Kirchin from the Milwaukee Business this Journal. Despite controversies about diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, the Metro Milwaukee Association of Commerce stays committed to an initiative for increasing the percent of racial minorities in management and overall employment. 130 area employers pledged to address the issue. The $400 million expansion of Milwaukee's convention center is 65% complete and on schedule. May 2024 grand opening construction site has has over 300 workers. A new business at the former Spice House store in downtown Milwaukee, Sweet Connie's Cafe, opens by mid-July serving breakfast, brunch, and lunch. I'm Rich Kirchhen with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on
2: Radio WTMJ.